Christmas. Can we say that? Is that all right? Yeah, thank you so much for allowing us to come back. I feel like a guest. It's been a few weeks since we've been here. And so uh, Angie and I are doing well. We thank you for your prayers. But I want to also give a shout out to a couple of our pastors that stepped in in a moment's notice. Pastor Chase Courtney and Pastor Danny Phillips, who knocked it out of the park the last two Sundays. Um, scripture says to be ready in season and out of season to give a reason for the hope that you have, right? These, these men got calls on probably Tuesday of, of those weeks before they preach and say, guys, listen, um, can you? And they, absolutely, we're ready. And uh, so I'm just so thankful for a team that, that is anointed and called by God and always ready at a moment's notice to stand and proclaim the goodness of our Father in heaven. Amen. So can we just once again a round of applause and show some honor to Pastor Danny and Pastor Chase uh, for stepping in. And uh, it is so good to be with you uh, today. Uh, it's good. T today we're going to launch a series that was supposed to have launched last week, but uh, uh, I just felt like, you know, I want to preach it. I, I, I want to preach it. And so this one's been simmering for a few weeks, and so just get ready. I hope that you ate and you drank something. Those of you at home, just sit down for a while because for the next two hours, I have a word for you. And so it's going to be good. That's all right. We're bringing chicken in, the Baptist bird here in a few moments, and it's going to be a good thing, okay? So uh, we're glad you're here. Gifts. Tis the season, is it not? for gifts. Um, this is the time of the year in which we're giving gifts, it seems, at, at epic proportions. Some of you, I mean, you, you've actually been buying gifts and ordering things for the last 10 months because you've been quarantined and, and locked up and you've not gone to big box stores. Black Friday wasn't the day after Thanksgiving. It started like March the 11th, did it not? The Amazon drivers, I mean, Amazon now has, has opened up their own gas manufacturing company. I mean, because they just, they're burning it at, you know, UPS are too many gifts that we purchase. They can't even deliver them all, right? We love gifts, do we not? Is there anybody here who say, you know what? I don't like gifts. <laughs> no, we all like them. Sometimes you get good ones. Sometimes you get some not so good ones, don't you? Don't be that person. I know that there's a white elephant gift exchange and you, you always try to give the lousiest gift. I get that, but, but, but hey, we want to challenge you something this, this season to give good gifts, amen? And, and, and you know, you, you like to spend money on gifts. Researchers say that, that, that on average, a home will spend about $968 on Christmas gifts. When you throw in the Christmas decorations and all those little laser light shows you put on the front of your house and, 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 and the special Christmas foods and, and, and fudge. Did I say fudge? Did I say fudge with like walnuts in it? The, that's the, the manna of heaven during the holidays. Did, did, did you hear me? And, and we, we'll spend on average about $1,500 when you add all that. That's on average. Some of you are like blowing those averages out of the water, aren't you? And how many gifts do you buy someone? On average, you'll buy six gifts for a person. Now, some of you are like, okay, I just did six gifts during that last song while we were singing. I've already ordered those. And, and you're often you're looking at more. How many should you buy? I looked at Dave Ramsey to see what Dave said. And Dave gives some great calculations on what you should spend and how many. Some of you, you, you follow the, the, the pattern of the wise man and you only give three gifts, right? You've read that, right? You know that they brought gifts of Thank you, right? A little slow. Those of you watching us online, the in-house audience was a little timid right there. It's okay. Talk back to me, all right? Some of you, so you're going to practice that because you're biblical. You're going to give three gifts, right? 
Some of you practice the four gift system, right? What's the four gift? Something they want, something they need, something they can wear, and something they can read, right? And then some of you are like the 1,400 gift givers. You just, we love to give gifts, do we not? Hey, in fact, let's just pause right here. Hey, can I encourage you to consider giving a gift to the house of the Lord this year? Let me just, let me just throw that in there. Can I, can I encourage What would it be like if every one of us, because every one of you are going to participate in gift giving to another individual, could we all have a, could we have a hundred percent participation in giving a gift to the ministry and the work of the house of the Lord this year? Can I just, let me just, I just want to throw that out there. Those of you watching us online as well, you know, for kingdom work, for kingdom purposes, um, so that, yeah, it's gifts. We love gifts. We love to give them. Do you remember the best Christmas gift you ever received? I do. It didn't take me long. Now, I've gotten some of those that I didn't want to, right? That mom thought I needed to wear them. You remember tough skins? Every color in the rainbow, you had it, right? I remember the best gift I ever got at Christmas. It was a drum set. I'll never forget Christmas morning. I looked like Jagger Lueveno in the video here. When I, when I came down through the hallway, we didn't have stairs. We were a single-story family. And, and I remember finding my way, and there it was. It was blue. It was like that pretty, pretty blue. You know, just uh, like ocean. Beautiful. And I'll never forget groggy-eyed and, and, and foul breath, just giving my little best Ringo Starr impersonation on that drum set. Some of you don't know who that is, but uh, I, I, I got after it and, and, and I beat it loud and proud. What my parents thought was a good gift, they soon realized that was a poor choice. And uh, not only did they realize it, but the neighbors as well, right? Like, what were you guys thinking? But I loved that drum set. I beat it loud and proud for just a few weeks. <laughs> Isn't that how it is when it comes to gifts sometimes? We, we, we like the thought of somebody thinking about us and giving us a gift, and we might even be enamored with the gift, for, but then we soon forget it. Some of you will buy gym memberships this month, and for the month of January, you'll be committed. But then February comes, and you're going to be like I was with that drum set come February. It was old, and, and I'd forgotten about it. And some of us, when it comes to gifts, we, we, we like the gift, and, 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 and we might even brag about it for a few moments, but, but then we never use it. Hey, gifts are given to be used. Well, what, what, what good is it? And I would love to tell you that, that I became proficient as a drummer, and, and well, you know that I never play here, so that tells you I never utilized that gift to its fullest potential. Aren't we like that? We get a gift, we like it, we might be blown away with it for a brief moment of time. We might have good intentions, but then before we know it, that gift has become dusty and tucked away in the corner somewhere. And, and oh yeah, the next white elephant gift exchange, you're going to give that piece of whatever to somebody else, right? Gifts. What if I were to tell you today that you've been given a gift that will literally change your life? And it's a gift that if you utilize it and use it to its full potential will be something that will, the joy of utilizing it and using it and putting it on display and sharing, you will never lose the joy factor with this gift. 
Today, as we launch into this series of gifts, I want us to see that God is a gift giver and he's a good gift giver. In fact, in the book of James chapter one, verse 17, it says so, that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Every good and perfect gift is from above and it comes down from the father. God is the greatest gift giver. You ever thought about that? And he gives good gifts. Now, I know that sometimes we get bad gifts, right? That's not from God. Listen, if God is good, he cannot be bad. Okay? It's not like God says, you know what? On Monday, I'm going to be good. But come Wednesday, man, I'm going to sock it to him. I'm going to shift. No, no, no. God is good. And I want you to understand today that God loves to give good gifts. Listen, you, you don't have to get far in the word of God. Do you ever read the Bible? It's, it's good. Um, but you don't have to get very far in all of the Bible. In fact, in the very first book, chapter one, really, you, you begin to understand the goodness of God. Day one, when God creates all that he creates, he looks at it at the end of that day. And what is the, what's the verbiage he uses? He looked at it and said, it is day two. I'm going to create some stuff and, and, and I'm going to create, and I'm going to look back at the end of day two and God's going to say, it is three, four, five. It's good, good, good. Day six, we show up, man shows up. Wow. He looks at it, oh, and then he throws another word in front of the word. He says, it is very good. God is a good gift giver. He gives good gifts. From Genesis, reinforced in James, we see that he gives good gifts. Aren't you thankful for that? Has God been good to anybody? Has he given you something good? If he's good can't be bad. I know sometimes it's really easy for us whenever things are going our way and things are good and the ball's bouncing our way and, and, and we're on top of the mountain and, and we have, uh, I know it's easy for us to say, oh yeah, God, you but what about in those difficult times? You see, it's interesting to me that in that same passage that I read to you in verse 17 of James 1, where it says God is giving, if you go back to verses two and three, you're going to find that sometimes we go through some difficulties in life too. But James would even remind us in those first two, three, four, five verses, hey, but listen, you need to know that even in the struggle, even in the difficulties, God is doing a good work in you. He's producing. James says he's producing endurance and endurance is producing a greater faith in us. So listen, God is good. Even when things look bad, God is good. All the time. He's good, isn't he? Hallelujah. You know, when I think about all the gifts that God has given me, I'm a pastor and I cannot escape that probably the greatest gift that God has ever sent us, not those mountains and when they're covered with snow, are they not absolutely incredible? Or when those waves are crashing on the, on the, on the beach and, and you hear that and just breathing in, is that not absolutely incredible? When a newborn baby makes its presence into the world, it's gross and ugly sometimes, but when you remove yourself from that moment, is it not good and is it not beautiful? God is good, but I'm telling you the greatest gift that God has ever given us is his son. 
Think about that. Not just creation, but think about what God did. Is Christmas, is this season of gift giving not focused on, 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 on the ultimate gift that was given when God sent his son, Emmanuel, God with us. You see, God gave us the greatest gift. When he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come and to live on this earth. It's the best gift ever. The Old Testament prophet Isaiah wrote about it, and you'll probably send a Christmas card. There's a good chance over the next few weeks that, that contains this very verse, this prophecy that, that the prophet Isaiah spoke in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And you need to know that when Isaiah speaks these words, that this is a very dark time in Israel's history. Things aren't going so well. In fact, there's word of, a, of an opposing army from Assyria that is coming from the north and, and about to dominate and take over. And sure enough, it comes to be. And Isaiah speaks these words. He, he sp began to speak of this, this one coming in chapter 7. But in verse 9, he speaks these words that we see so oftentimes during this season about this gift that God would send. He says, for a child is born to us. And a son is given. And the government will rest on his shoulders. And, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. I'm sure the king was longing and waiting. Okay, great. Could God, Isaiah, could he send him tomorrow? Because the Assyrians are on their way and, and, and they will overpower us. Can we not get him right now? Listen, it wouldn't happen in the next generation that this woman would come. It would be centuries would pass before the one that Isaiah spoke of would make his presence. But God is a God. He's a man of his word, is he not? And he keeps his promises to us. And centuries pass. Sure enough, there was a Babylonian captivity and exile, absolutely. But God kept his promise, as the prophet spoke of. And when you fast forward to the book of John chapter one, we, 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 we reread that the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of, of love, unfailing love and faithfulness. And we've seen his glory, the glory of the father's one and only son. I don't know if you've ever considered Jesus as a gift. I don't know if, 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 if when you're busy in the season opening up these brightly decorated presents and, or maybe you're monochromatic in your home and it's all butcher paper and I don't know what you do. You, you do you, you others, you just do you. But when you open it, have you ever considered the greatest gift you could receive would be Jesus. Aren't you thankful that God wasn't mad at us and put out with us and had forgotten us? It seemed to Israel, yes, that he had forgotten them. But at just the right time, Emmanuel comes. And this baby would change the world, would he not? Is there any other baby that gets the accolades and the attention? I mean, do, 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 I don't know about when you celebrate your kid's birthday, but are you putting lights on your house and special trees and knickknacks throughout the, the room? No. In fact, some of you men forget the day, don't you, sometimes? 
But is there a baby that's been celebrated? No, because we understand and we know that this was God's perfect gift. The one who would let the governments rest on his shoulders. You see, that's the king we worship here. That's the one that's going to bring the revival that we prayed and sang about earlier. That's the one that's going to change the chaos and say, peace, be still. Jesus, the greatest gift ever. But here's the thing about gifts, and here's the thing about God. Not only did God give us the greatest gift ever through his son, Jesus, but did you know, did you know that Jesus left us a gift? What? Listen, God the Father modeled good fathering to his son, who in turn learned and who in turn says, you know what? My father gives good gifts. Ah, oh, I'm leaving and I'm going to leave a gift for you. In fact, look what it says in John chapter 14. Uh, we read about that. Jesus is getting ready to leave and we find Jesus leaving us a gift, the Holy Spirit. Look what he says. He is the Holy Spirit. Excuse me, I will, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Some translations say counselor, a paraclete. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the Father and he's gonna give you one who will never leave you. Can we just stop right there? Maybe today you're wondering, God, are you still around? Are, are you still present? Where, where are you, God? Have you asked that question over the last 10 months? Wow. Well, to those of us who received this gift that God gave us, his son, Jesus, Jesus says, I'm going to leave you a gift that will never leave you too. Whoa, come on, somebody. He's the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. Now, the world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and it doesn't recognize him. But you know him. It's kind of that elf moment. Santa, I know him. Do you know the Spirit? But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. That might have been confusing to them. But he would go on to tell them, listen, I want you to go to Jerusalem and I want you to wait for me. I want you guys to be together because I'm going to send this one. You go and you wait. And sure enough, did he not? Acts 1, they're waiting. You're going to receive the power when who comes upon you? The Holy Spirit. Acts 2, it happens. Pentecost breaks out. The Spirit is unleashed and possesses them. Guys, I'm telling you, gifts are incredible. The gift of God, His Son, Jesus, but this gift that Jesus leaves us, the Holy Spirit is absolute. You don't have this. This is bonus Bible for you. But in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says, for we know how dearly God loves us because He's given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. What? Yes, believer in Jesus Christ. You've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he works in you and through you. He fills you with the love of the Father. I love that passage in Luke chapter 11. 
where Jesus says, hey, how many of you earthly fathers, if your child asks you for, for a fish, how many of you would give them a snake? Or, or if your child asks for an egg, how many of you would give them a scorpion? You don't do that, do you? Unless you're mental and deranged and weird. No, you, we earthly fathers want to, to give those things to our kids. Jesus says, if you sinful people know how to give good gifts, how much more does your Father in heaven know how to give good gifts? Friends, I want you to understand something. As you unpack those gifts and as you think about those gifts, listen, and, and, and you'll spend about 15 hours on average looking for gifts this Christmas. Ladies, I hate to tell you, don't shoot the messenger, but Dada says you'll do twice that. As you open those gifts, may we never forget the greatest gift ever given, Jesus. May we never forget that Jesus even gives us one. That through this gift, he says, guys, listen, as great as three years have been together, you need to understand this one that I'm going to give you. Wow, guys, it's going to get better going to do more. My story's going to spread faster, further than it's ever gone before. And guys, listen, even though I'm not physically with you, I will always be in you. Aren't you thankful for the Holy Spirit? Helps us understand who God is, how we, God communicates to us. And here's what we're going to do next week. I'm going to begin to under, unpack something for you. I'm going to unwrap some gifts for you. And you're going to come to understand that God has given you spiritual gifts. And much like that drum set that my parents gave me that Christmas when I was young, this gift that God has given me and you is to be used as it's intended to be used. And so we as a church are going to begin to unpack that with you and help you understand how God, the Holy Spirit has gifted you and how you can use that gift to further the kingdom. His kingdom. Aren't you thankful for gifts? We love to receive them here on earth, but I want you to know the greatest gift is Jesus. In fact, today, if, 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 if there's something that I pray for you more than anything, I, I, I pray that this Christmas season for you just might be the season in which you say, you know what, God? I'll receive that gift of your son. I, I, I want to receive that. Just as somebody's going to give you a package this Christmas, most of you are not going to reject it. I mean, unless you know it's from that crazy uncle or something and you're just kind of worried about what's inside. Most of you are going to take that, are you not? I want you to know the greatest gift ever is Jesus that God's given you. And I pray that you would begin to unwrap that and let Christ come in. And the gift that the Spirit has for you. Wow. I want to pick one of those big ones because mine are big. But you would unwrap this gift as well. And let those gifts that the Spirit's given you, let them out. Hide it under a bush. Oh no. I'm 
going to let it shine. Would you stand with me today? Our prayer ministry team are going to come forward. Ministry team, come. And, 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 and here's what I want you to know. This is, this is maybe the most important time of our gathering today. A time that we make ourselves available to to speak into you and encourage you to pray with you. I know that in a room this size and, and even those of you that are watching online, you still can participate. We got pastors right now that are dialed in and they're watching your chats. If we can pray with you over anything or maybe you just need a word of encouragement today, we are honored. You see, here's the deal. These people have the power of God living within them and they are ready to pray with and use their gifts to encourage you. Or maybe you're here today or maybe you're watching us right now online and say, you know what? This gift of Jesus, man, I do. I would love to help have someone help me unpack that. And I'd love to receive God's greatest gift. Whatever the Spirit's prompting you to do today, don't leave here without obeying. Hey, before you leave, eight o'clock tomorrow morning, I'm going to be on Instagram at Pastor J Bro. I'm going to share two good minutes of encouragement, okay? We're going to use the daily devotional guide that we have. They're free out in the atrium today. If you'd like to dial in tomorrow at 8 o'clock in the morning, in a world of craziness and confusion, in a world where there's so much negativity, could we not all use a couple of minutes, two good minutes, to maybe set our mind on things above and things not of this world? Something that might just launch us on a new trajectory as we face what we're facing. So if you want to log in tomorrow, find me at Pastor J Bro. There it is. It'll be good. I'll put makeup on and we'll the bags under the eyes at eight, I'm a little nervous about, but that's okay. It's all right. God, thank you for being a good God. You're not only a good God, but you give good gifts. You sent us your son, Jesus. And your son watched you model that, Father, because when he left, he also left a good gift. The Holy Spirit, who will never leave us and will work through us to put you on display, God, in this world. So, Father, I'm excited as we unwrap these gifts. I'm excited about those that are going to say yes to Jesus today for the first time. I'm excited to see God has, as we unwrap this gift, the gifts of the spirit that you've placed within us. God, I can't wait to see how you use that and you use us to bring revival. Not for our glory, but for yours. In Jesus name, everybody in this house said, amen. Thank you. You're dismissed.